0: Ryan and I have been doing a little series about heaven, and it's been really fun. So this is week three of heaven. That's a lovely thing to say, isn't it? It's week
1: three of heaven. week three it's of heaven. It's been marvelous.
0: It's been great. Um, so we're going to um, look at some more stuff today, and we're going to conclude our series. Uh, the first week... We shared some about two stories. So the first story was something that we might hear in our culture or maybe we have in our minds from when we grew up. And that's a story of heaven as uh, like up there in the clouds. Maybe I get Farside a far side cartoons. Farside cartoons. Who remembers those? Yeah, like disembodied, floating around, kind of, yeah, not, not quite sure. Story two... It's a very different story um, that we really find in the biblical narrative, which is about God restoring all creation, that um, we get to experience new creation after the resurrection, just as Jesus was um, restored to a new body, and we can live in relationship with God and with creation and with each other uh, in a new earth, the heavens and the earth joined together.
1: But before that we start talking and discussing that, uh, we thought we'd get you guys to answer a question. Now, in good GVC fashion, and if it's your first time here, what we usually do is grab the people around you, not physically and violently, but just some of them gently, uh, and um, we, we like to throw our questions out to periodically through our um, speaking for you guys to answer and engage with. Um, so the question, so if you can do that in a moment, the question is, what have you changed your mind on during this Heaven series? What have you changed your mind on? Okay, one minute. Go.
0: Grab a couple people. <laughs> Include a few people around you. Super. So we would like to get any feedback what was something that, if you've been here through the series, I know not everyone will have been here um, the first two weeks, and that's okay. But if you have been here or have listened online, always a good option. Uh, what's something that you uh, maybe it's struck you, or you've changed your mind, or has been interesting to you? Yeah, amazing, bingo, yes. The idea that we, the idea that we go somewhere else, but that mm. actually it's that heaven comes here, God comes here, and restores. Yes. Anyone else? Yeah, so the idea that there isn't marriage in heaven, as, as best we understand, and but there's something even better, and what does that look like, and how can we get our heads around that? Yeah, great. Well, we have a few outstanding questions. We do. Yeah, that's right. So... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, will the earth become heaven with lots of people on it?
1: Introverts, do, beware.
0: Do animals go to heaven, and what about our pets?
1: Hmm, humdinger.
0: If it's great all the time, how will it not be crushingly dull? And what is our purpose?
1: Really good question. So today we're going to be exploring some of those questions, and I think it raises, you know, at the last week's sort of chat, We were going, we could have a sign which says, we don't know, or this is a mystery. And you know, that only goes so far, uh, doesn't it? But the reality is, I mean, that's the point. And I think today we're going to explore that. You know, why is the Bible Bible sort of obviously very silent about something that's to us very important? Um, And so we're going to explore that today. Um, So how does this change my thinking? How does it shape my actions? What impact does this have on me and those around me, and I think it 's safe to say we 've kind of believed a mishmash of you know what culture's thrown at us through the through the ages medieval history I mean we saw dante 's inferno, the picture up on the um, on the projector um, culture cultural sat- satire a lot of biblical assumptions us kind of filling in the gaps where we didn 't need to fill in the gaps and the reality around. The reality it would seem is very different from what we thought, Diane.
0: That's right. So, so where do we start? That's right. So I think, Ryan, one of the things you mentioned in week one was how you had a particular view growing up, and yeah. and that that drove your relationship with God. Um, and and how does how has that changed, or how do you reflect on that now?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if if this kind of if you if you share this, but you know my in my journey coming to God, was very much about escaping the flames, you know, the heavy guilt message that came out, um, and, and probably is still preached in some places, you know, escape the flames, you know, turn or burn, uh, you know, repent or die, like literally those were things, we had, a, as I mentioned the last, we had a production called Hell's, um, Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames, um, and so it was about this sort of heavy guilt messaging, um, and it's worth mentioning now that we haven't, uh, we have not dealt with or spoke into um, the concepts of judgment and hell, and that's been intentional, that's been specifically uh, something that we thought needed proper addressing, study, and possibly teaching down the line. Um, but that being said, the emphasis around relationship with God has been about what we're trying to avoid, you know, that, that Jesus was here to rescue us from this um, pit, uh, and now, if you think about it, fear really changes a relationship. If fear is the basis of a relationship, you know, what's, what drives you then is this sort of stick. And I came to learn, uh, you know, along the road, um, and certainly I'm continuing to learn that, you know, Jesus came and appeared as a, as a servant, as a man, um, and he said, I've come to serve you, you know, even in the ultimate way, opening a way against the presence of God. So, love is the, you know, I've come to learn that love is this primary driver that all creation, including us, is good. That concept of goodness, you know that we spoke about?
0: Creation as good, very good,
1: very good. So I mean if, if creation is good and the world that we that we know is good and glorious, then our remarkable bodies, our brains, our bloodstreams really are good. God wants to reaffirm this goodness, doesn't he? I mean, in, in the wonderful act of new creation, to see the death of the body and escape of the soul for salvation, then it's utterly wrong. It's, it's almost colluding with death. It's, it's saying I agree with this, that old concept. But if we think the really important bit, the bit of our self, is saved from wicked, nasty body and this sad world of space, time, and matter, we need to see that the whole Bible speak out against this, like, lie.
0: It is not the narrative we find in Scripture.
1: Yeah, I mean, so salvation then is not going to heaven, but being raised to life in God's new heaven. And God's new earth. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as we put it like that, we re, and we start looking at the New Testament, mm-hmm. and we go, there's hints of this heaven everywhere. There's hints, there's hints of this new creation mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm just thinking about what Paul says to the Romans in chapter eight, Romans chapter 8, 24, um, saying that we were saved in hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the central, yeah. the central messaging, yeah. is that we're saved in hope, and we are saved into this new purpose.
0: That's right. So, we have another little exercise for you to chat with some neighbors about. If you were funded, fully funded, you could travel, childcare sorted, right? Put all those things. If you had one year to um, explore something, to start a project, to study, and you had no purpose, but other than that you wanted to, what would you do? One year funded. Ignore the logistics. You could do anything that you're interested in just for the joy of it. What would you do? Share with a neighbor.
1: Right. Some real excitement around the room. These projects are taking shape already. Um, who would like to share some of, their, some of their highlight reel for this year? Just shout out uh, an idea. Darren, yeah, I can see you. Very nice. Some ski instructing and surf instructing. Brilliant. Some ideas are oh. uh, Lauren says choose mumbles. Mumbles, do you, do you have any ideas? Cordon Bleu Cookery School. Oh amazing. Yeah, my, my 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 idea revolves around that sort of uh I'll be a taste testing. tester.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: nice. Okay. Anyone anyone around here? Yeah. Travel the world. Get a van. Oh, brilliant. Oh with a, a band. Ban and a band. Oh yes. Oh man, now we're going somewhere. Anyone else? Looking to the wings. Tim?
0: So, Study yeah. theology full time. I'd I'd be with you, brother. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Bridget? Ah, oh, Hope Hub. Love it, yeah. Okay. Well, part Perfect. of the part of the cue up for this is to answer the question: If it's great all the time in heaven, how will it not be crushingly Prushing dull? I especially liked that wording: "crushingly dull." Awesome. Um, and I think perhaps part of the crushingly dull narrative is the idea that um, it has some assumptions behind it. Um, I think one of those assumptions is. Um, Thinking of creation and thinking of new creation as finished and that there's nothing left to be done, discovered, made, created. And again, maybe it's this nebulous harp cloud image. Um, And it also, I think, um, begs us to connect the narrative from Genesis all the way through. So, if we think that in the beginning God created um, the earth as a place of of good and raw potential, and that He made us as image bearers to then take that and make something of it, um, the language the Bible uses is to rule or to have dominion, which is a kind of funny word that we don't really use. Um, But it's the idea of continuing on as God's ambassadors to take creation and then to keep doing what God was doing and do it in partnership with him. So to enjoy the world, um, whether that's being out in nature or um, socializing, eating, playing, um, all the purposes that we can think of that make life meaningful and awesome now all of those purposes um, can be something that we can think about in new creation, but even more amazing without the influence of death, decay, and sin uh, it 's part of why we have when we think about having new bodies and resurrection bodies uh, so that we can be physically present to to continue to be god 's Ambassadors, image bearers, on the new earth. And all of the talent and skills that we put into this life and all of the opportunities and raw potential that we even have here, but like we don't have time to do all the kinds of stuff that we thought about. But we will have time. And um, all of the things that we can think about that make meaning here but done in a way that is all in God's presence and for God's glory. So this biblical picture of a renewed cosmos uh, with projects to do, with things to do, um, a garden to be tended, metaphorically, maybe literally, that's your thing, uh, that's those really things po- point us to the potential and creation that we have when all of heaven and earth are put backed together
1: I d- I really enjoy that thought because I don't know if if you guys are like me kind of I, I feel like I'm missing out on so much of life you know like there's just so much to do it's like go and explore and it's like I've only got so many days in the you know in the year hours in the day and just that frustration of not being able to do it all so that really excites me yeah. But, but Pits, Diane, okay. can we please get on to the important subject?
0: <laughs> all right. So, remember we have sign. We don't know. Um, we can do some theological imagining, some theological reasoning. Um, mm-hmm. God says in Revelation 20, 20 that he's making all things new. And God's all things is really all things, everything. For sure, animals. He made animals in uh, creation, and that is a part... Um, we have many indications in scripture that, that all creation, animals included, are just crying out for God's new, created, renewed world. Will those animals be our pets? We don't know. Some really clever theologians have speculated on this. Um, some very bright minds feel that the same God who made animals, who are very meaningful in our lives, uh, could, in some way, recreate pets in heaven. How or in what way, we can only use our imagination. We know that God is the giver of good gifts. Um, He's the maker of life. He's the restorer of all creation. It seems that it's not out of God's capability. Uh, It's not out of his character. But it is an area that, ultimately, we have to say we don't know. We don't have any indication. But we can reflect and we can anticipate that God's goodness in creation and in the new creation is something we can hold on to. Absolutely.
1: I mean, this brings us on to the whole concept of sort of the kingdom of God. Because um, I know we've been talking about heaven, and there's also this concept of the kingdom. So is the kingdom the heaven? Is, the heaven, the, is heaven the kingdom? Um, and I think it brings into kind of sharp focus what our roles are in kind of revealing who God is, revealing the rule of the kingdom, and... Um, how we to be his image bearers and Paul, Paul and Paul makes the point that creation is waiting with eager longing for god 's children to be relieved not relieved revealed <laughs> both re- relieved and revealed um, and and that we are to be these kind of people standing in the gap between sort of and Tom Wright makes he calls it the now but not yet we are experiencing the kingdom, kingdom of God now, but it 's going to be fully revealed. Um, yeah, and, and I think, you know, from last week we spoke about sort of the separation in the garden and through sin, and now through the kingdom of God, the kingdom of man through Jesus, sorry, the kingdom of man is now reconciled um, with the kingdom of God through Jesus. So, with this picture of bearing his image, carrying this, um, a re- the reflective image of the Father to the world, um, going from the garden now and reflecting that around us. Um, I think we can get lost in this concept of the kingdom. You know, there's like this, ooh, the kingdom of God, ooh, um, and the bigness of it. Um, but we, we must consider how Jewish thinkers thought about the kingdom. And their whole f- philosophy, their paradigm for thinking was the temple. Um, the temple the, among the people but holy, among the people but holy. So not this sort of separation. Um, so it's relating that, you know, relating that Jesus is both accessible to us but at the same time that the ceo's office now is through him so it's a place where we get instructions authority um for people to experience heaven on earth and that's the kingdom um so i suppose another, yeah, another way our thinking is shaped is around mission as well um a mission of the church
0: so here's where we want to try to to tie in that and the probably a key point that we want to make for today is um, this idea, which you can watch beautifully, beautifully illustrated, cannot um, encourage you enough to watch the Bible Project video, Heaven and Earth. Six minutes, super worth your time, Um, beautifully illustrated. This idea of um, heaven and earth being a part of what we do now, as well as what we anticipate ultimately being done. When we are involved in bringing God's ways and God's will and seeing restoration here, that counts. It is something that makes a difference. One of the authors we've talked about, Tom Wright, he uses an amazing illustration that I really appreciate. Picture Gloucester Cathedral. You're a stonemason in the 1100s, right? Gloucester Cathedral is being built. Um, The architect has the whole plan in mind. You get assigned a chunk of stone and an instruction for your piece. You have to do a gargoyle or you have to do a little zigzag, or you have to make a little flower, yeah? You're kind of aware of what other people are doing, but other people are working on other bits. When you finish your piece, finish one of your stones, it gets put in a pile. Maybe in your lifetime you see your piece get put in an arch or on a column, right? Um, but many people would never have seen the cathedral finished They would not have a picture of the whole plan. They would not have a vision of what the whole thing looked like. So if we can kind of push our illustration with God as the architect and us as stonemasons, the architect sees the whole thing, and ultimately that cathedral will be done. Picture the whole cathedral, and as a a stonemason, you can go, that, that's my stone I, I carved right there, and it, it all adds to the beauty, but then picture one more step that in new creation, the architect, miraculously, God takes that cathedral and goes, whoosh, and maybe like it is better and more amazing than we can even imagine. Like maybe, I picture in my mind, you know the cathedrals and many of those kinds of buildings, they were painted, they were colored. So imagine Gloucester Cathedral more magnificent than you ever believe. That is an illustration of thinking of how the things that we do here that bring God's ways and God's kingdom, they are eternal. They matter. They make a difference. And someday God will take those things that we do even imperfectly but in faith and love and hope, God will take those things and restore new creation. And, and so the things that we do really matter.
1: Yeah, I love that idea that, I mean, and this is the difference between you just thinking of a great idea to go out, you know, walk out the door and start doing something really good, is that we are here with God, walking with God as co-laborers. Following with the Holy, in step with the Holy Spirit, what He's wanting to build in our in and through our lives, and that's the that's the beautiful part about what we are heading towards heaven with God, with the Holy Spirit. And so, with that thought in mind, just wanted to bring us down to land today because we've kind of gone around the world, but actually it comes down to our relationship and our walks with God. So. Yeah, we hope hope that you've taken bits and pieces out of what we've shared over the last three weeks. Um, And there's probably different things that are happening in your hearts as a result of all of those stories. Um, But maybe you have, like me, believed God was this sort of, you know, person that really had the standard for you. And you knew that you could not hit that standard, so you just needed to, you know, get on your knees and repent um, and realizing actually that God was a loving Father. Well, maybe you had a picture of heaven and the way, that you God, that the way that God sees it, and it's been a beautiful thing, and you've kind of changed the way that you've thought about heaven, and that you feel inspired to, and you into this restoration project maybe the story is all new to you and it really resonates with you and perhaps you're keen to find out more about what God and a relationship with God looks like but wherever you are I really feel like the father is just drawing all of us near to him today Um, that he wants to rewrite our stories he wants to adjust
0: the story that we have both of him but of ourselves as well